But as soon as we parked behind them, the driver in the vehicle shot and then the car took off. And we were like, oh my gosh, we initially thought that we were getting shot at. Go law enforcement. Go law enforcement. Go law enforcement. Go law enforcement. The podcast that makes your law enforcement dreams happen. Welcome to the Go Law Enforcement podcast brought to you by GoLawEnforcement.com. I'm your host, Joe Lebowski. If you're looking for a job in law enforcement, GoLawEnforcement.com features the largest listing of law enforcement job openings. Check out GoLawEnforcement.com. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department is unique, both in the size of the agency and the geographic area they cover. Also, they have a special section in their jail for celebrities and high-profile inmates. Deputy Morgan Artiaga went from being a special effects makeup artist to being a deputy sheriff with the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. In this episode of the Go Law Enforcement podcast, Deputy Artiaga talks about going from working in television to patrolling the streets of Los Angeles County. My name is Deputy Morgan Artiaga. I'm a deputy sheriff for the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, currently working at headquarters. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department is the largest sheriff's department in the United States. We have about 18,000 employees total, and about half of those, about 9,000, are sworn personnel. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department has jurisdiction over 23 stations. That includes Catalina Island, which is a tourist area, which is very small, to Compton, which has a very high crime area. To drive from the tipping point, which would be Lancaster Station, all the way to the most southern point, would be about two hours with no traffic. Before I got into law enforcement, I was actually a special effects makeup artist. The biggest show that I worked on that would most people would know would be the show Heroes. I did a lot of special effects makeup for the stunt doubles for the main characters. Obviously, a lot of that stuff is generated by green screen and special effects digitally, but a lot of it is also makeup and the lighting. When that show ended and I didn't have a job at the time, and while I loved to do that, I just felt that I wasn't being challenged day to day. I was bored going into work. I felt like there was a void. Something was missing. So I ended up going back to school and there I just took some basic classes and one of them happened to be a criminal justice class. And the teacher was a retired homicide lieutenant from my current department that I work at now. And he basically took me under his wing. His son was a sergeant on the department at the time and I went on a ride along with him and I was hooked immediately. And I said, this is exactly what I've been missing. This is what I need in my life. And I applied that next day. The hiring process for me at the time, back in 2008, was very short. I was pretty young at the time. I was only 19. And so I didn't really have that much background for my investigator to look through. I'd never had a speeding ticket or anything like that. I had one previous job. From the time I applied to the time I got an academy date, it was pretty speedy for me. My family and friends were both not surprised and kind of devastated at the same time. I'm one of the people, super creative. I love art. I love to do hair, makeup. I'm a type A personality. They were not surprised, but me being an only child, 
my family was pretty devastated. My mom had a heart to heart with me trying to convince me otherwise. And I let her know that I was set in my decision and she has supported me since that day. After the academy, I immediately went into the jails. I worked at the women's facility here in Linwood, California, and I worked there for about three years. My duties were to supervise a module of female inmates, whether it be just general population inmates or the inmate workers that work throughout the facility so they can earn good time work time. I also worked in the mentally ill ward where they were single man cells. I also worked in the ward where there were celebrities or high profile inmates. The jail has a special area for celebrities because they are a celebrity. And if they were to be just put into general population, it's like just putting them in the middle of a target. Everybody's going to know who they are. They're going to want to talk to them and their safety is at jeopardy because maybe one of the reasons why they are in jail is because of a crime, which is deemed prohibited in jail. So we do have them as a single man cell for their safety so not everybody has access to them. They're just like everybody else, very vulnerable. But because they are very well known, they get a lot of attention and their safety, which is priority for us, is in jeopardy. So that's why they have seclusion or high profile inmates such as ex-police officers or people that were in the media for whatever heinous crime they did, like say, for example, the Hillside Strangler. That would be someone that is not necessarily a celebrity but a high profile inmate that their safety would be jeopardy as well. While I was there, Paris Hilton was in there when she was doing her stint back in 2008. Lindsay Lohan was there. At the end of the three years that I worked there, I worked at a position where I was the exterior perimeter security, where I would drive around the facility, make sure that no one was trying to break in or out, make sure no holes were in the gate, just make sure that the facility was as it was when I came on ship. From there, I went to patrol. I remember my first shift after patrol, I didn't have my training officer there. I was by myself. Any decision that I made, I had to own up to. It was nerve-wracking, but very exciting at the same time. I couldn't wait for that day when I was on patrol training, but when that day came, I was so nervous. But I was so happy to be there because it showed that I had progressed in my career and I had gotten off of training, which is a big accomplishment that a lot of people don't do for whatever reason. I've been on about 14 years now, and I've, I've been through a lot of incidences throughout my career, some things that I very heavily enjoyed and some not so much that I try to forget. But one incident that stood out to me when I was on patrol at Century Station was I was with another partner and we were driving by a school at night and we noticed that there was a car parked on the curb line of that school and we could hear there were people in there arguing. Now, mind you, it was about two in the morning, so we either thought maybe they were intoxicated or something. So we wanted to talk to them just to make sure that everything was okay. They might just be having an argument and we would leave them alone. Where they were at and the time of night, it caught our attention. So as soon as we parked behind them, 
and we flashed our spotlight on them and they immediately recognized us as being police officers. The suspect, the driver in the vehicle shot. All we saw was a gunshot and heard it. And then the car took off. And we were like, oh my gosh, we initially thought that we were getting shot at. So we jumped in our car and we pursued them. They started driving around the city, just kind of in circles. And at this point, you know, almost every deputy within a two mile radius was also in the pursuit because they had just shot at us. At one point, the driver of the car stopped and he pushed the passenger out of the car. And after he pushed her out, he took off driving again. And then we noticed that he had shot her. And we were like, okay, this amps it up a lot. You know, he's not shooting at us anymore. He actually did shoot someone. So we pursued him again while our partners were taking care of her and getting her medical help. He actually drove to his home about 15 miles away and barricaded himself inside. By this time, it was about 4.30. So to go from 2 to 4.30 while still pursuing this guy was a long time. So when he barricaded himself in his apartment, our SWAT team came out and our tactical team and the negotiators tried to talk to him and they weren't getting through with him. But ultimately, his family members were able to convince him to come out and he came out. And it turns out that he was under the influence of methamphetamine. And the backstory was that the girl that he shot, he had just met about two weeks before that. And they hit it off and they were dating, but the girl started to realize that he was kind of a control freak. He was very controlling and she was not okay with that. So she had talked to her mom and said, I want to come home because she was spending the night at his house. She said, I want to come home. I'm not comfortable in this anymore. He's not the guy that I thought he was that I met just recently. And so he, being under the influence of methamphetamine, thought that when we parked behind their car initially at the school, that it was because the mom had called the police on him and we were going to arrest him. So the drugs altered his mind and he shot her. And unfortunately, she did not make it. The female victim must have been 20 to 25 years old. She was very young. Currently now, I work at headquarters of public relations department where I process show, movie, interview requests. If a production company wants to film on one of our facility sites, I deal with contracts with that. If they want to interview a detective for a certain TV show, I deal with contracts with that. Currently, I'm working on a production company that wants to do a long-term series about our department. I coordinate and facilitate all of those things and everything in between with the legal aspect of it. The most popular shows that we work with are usually crime documentaries, which are the show Snapped on Oxygen, some shows on VH1 that include crime documentaries where they're highlighting a case that the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department was involved in in some way. So they will interview the homicide detective or the first deputy that responded. Also, back in 2006, we had our own television show on Fox called The Academy where they follow recruits that were going through the academy. At the time, I believe it was 21 weeks. So it followed them from start to finish, if they finished, and then everything in between and documented it for that series.
For someone that is just entering the profession, I would say don't give up. If this is something you really want to do, no matter what someone says, if they believe that you can't do it, they try to tell you not to do it, that it's not a good profession, I would say be confident in yourself that you want to enter this profession. If someone wasn't sure if this was something they wanted to enter into, I would invite them to do a ride-along. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department does have 23 stations, so most likely there is a station close to them, and they do offer ride-alongs with the deputy. In the field, one-on-one, obviously, your safety is priority, so the deputy will make sure of that, and at any incident, you won't have to be scared, but that will definitely give you a bird's-eye view of something that you would be faced with or a situation that you would need to handle. And some people come out of those ride-alongs with even more confidence than they had coming in. And some people realize, I don't like this and this is not for me. And either decision is great, but you have to make a decision because someone's life is going to depend on it one day. And if you're not confident in yourself, then you're putting two people at jeopardy, yourself and the person that you're supposed to save. Not everybody comes from a cookie cutter background. Some people come from a horrible background and they want to make a change in their life. Some just want to enter this profession. They have people in their family that were in it and they think that it's going to be the funnest and coolest thing that they do. No matter what your decision is to enter this profession, make sure that it's something that you want to do. This job will keep you up at night. It'll keep you away from your families. You won't be off on the holidays. You'll have to leave at early hours and come back late. You might get injured. It could end in your death. So that's one thing that you have to really accept. It is a very respectable profession and it's very rewarding at the same time. If you're looking for a job in law enforcement, check out the largest listing of law enforcement jobs on golawenforcement.com. Thanks for listening.